and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God, tears their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Today, we stand in awe of what the Lord has done over the past year. Join us as we celebrate our one-year anniversary right here on Music with a Mission. Go into the realm of the impossible to man, but possible with God, and out of it will come a song. But it's also like Hannah. What you give me, I give back to you. That's when her cry became a prayer, which became a praise. Because I don't care how animated I am, if God is not in it, then it is a show. It's a performance. He's so gentle. He'll take you by the hand and just walk you through. If you walk with God, it'll be the right speed, His time in each hour of your life. Give God the glory through right around we're going to sing, and then not worry about record sales, name recognition, all this stuff You know, that yeah. could destroy me. A lot of folks have uh, mission statements or vision statements. Ours is really a sentence long. It's... We feed hungry children. That's child cry. At some point, I had to make a decision. You know, you're either going to walk with me or you're not going to. I, I couldn't play the hypocrites game. I don't care what club there is. I don't care what gig you play. There's no higher gig. There's no higher honor than to come and play for the King Jesus. He lived amongst the people. He didn't have this awesome concert where Paul was, like, doing guitar solos and everything. It was just he went to the places where people didn't want to go. He's the bread that gives life to all who are fed. He's the lamb that was slain and then rose from the dead. It's TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and I am extremely excited, humbled, and just grateful about this particular podcast. Why, you ask? Well... I'm glad you asked. This show, by God's grace, marks a milestone. It is our one-year anniversary right here on Music with a Mission. What an awesome God we serve. What a difference a year makes along with us. What can be described as a celebration is, of course, our good friend and brother, Greg Thomas, the director of music here at Times Square Church, and who was obedient to follow the vision the Lord gave him of initiating a podcast from scratch. Greg, great to have you back with us. Derek's good to be here, man. It is, isn't it? It's good. I am so excited. I feel a praise coming on. 52 weeks. I feel like breakdancing or something. I dare you. Oh, figure well, unless I get carried away. <laughs> but 365 days ago, we were just talking about the possibility of a podcast. Now we have successfully recorded 52 weeks of podcast, and listeners have been actually blessed. At least that's what you guys have expressed through the social networking avenues uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Many of you have taken us up on our invitation to respond. And our latest question was, what was your favorite music with a mission podcast of the past year a myriad of responses but in the interest of time don't want anyone to feel slighted we will be highlighting the podcast receiving the most votes so jesse carrasco was our vote tallier along with sheba joseph helping us out there counting chads and (laughs) and slips and stuff like that so we have uh we have a few uh that we want to highlight for you the first what is worship? It was a topical podcast that we did. It was our first topical podcast that we did. 
It was Lisa Cammy, Greg Thomas, myself, and Michelle Margiotta kind of tossing around that topic of what is worship. Mm-hmm. A very uh, broad topic, too, as a matter of fact. Indeed. Uh, I think we, tr- we, we we tried to answer it from our own personal perspectives and then, of course, go to a, uh, a scriptural definition, if you mm-hmm. will, of what worship is. And uh, I think one of the biggest things that we came out of that discussion uh, with was that worship doesn't always involve music. The simplicity of enjoying Jesus and just loving him and having him love us back, our life becomes the song. Uh. Yes. Our life becomes yeah. the song that people can see. When my posture, when my heart is entwined with his will, yeah. when I'm living for the betterment, right. he says that you've given me a song that people can see, see. and fear the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, and it's that song that he's singing over me, the love of God, the absolute mercy of God. It comes to our mess, makes a message out of our lives, and we become the song. Who taught the sun where to stand in? Consensus was that worship is showing God worthy. Right, or ascribing value or worth to God. To our Lord. Absolutely. Yeah. And music plays a large part of that, and a large part in that. I think that's one way, one tool we use to express uh, our love for Him and to express that, that worth and value. But it's not the only one. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Another vote getter on the Facebook tally sheet was. Patrick Andy, great guy, and he's he's such a smooth, giving, just talented, a, talented, Gifted. bassist producer. Loves the Lord. Patrick was just so musically inclined. Yeah, he he doesn't stay in a box. I see. Musically. Yeah, and he's not your traditional musician, and that's that he, my point. He sits on sits there and speaks musical ease, if you if mm-hmm. you will, you know, because it's very very down the earth. Knows his stuff, but doesn't talk to you in music jargon. So that you can't communicate. Well, to with me, him. it comes across like he talks through the music. Yeah, yeah. He's very quick to tell you that he's he wants to create music that everybody can enjoy, but he also wants to create music that is intricate enough for musicians to appreciate. Singing joy, now and yeah, 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 I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't really care if I'm blessed or not blessed mm. after that, because mm. you got to do what you got to do for God anyway, you know what I'm saying? And coming from Madagascar, it's it's intricate. It was. <laughs> it? Rhythmically, it's, it's yeah. different, and uh, harmonically, it's different. 
Uh, love the ebb and flow of his of his material, and he's producing now too. He's out there doing all kinds of stuff in a very quiet, unassuming way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta love it. Next, we had uh, who? Do, who else did we have? We David Ham was another one. David Ham, I good love friend, David Ham. Yeah, I do. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Not only is he uh, very articulate, there's another one who has his hands in all forms of ministry, music being one of them. It's film and playwriting and producing. The hip-hop guru, if you want to call him. He's very astute in hip-hop, a genre that caters to the urban youth, but also has other listeners of other age groups. One of the key things he said in that interview, in fact, let's play it. Let's play it now. David Hamm. On music with a mission. I think we have to separate ourselves from the hip hop culture. That's that this this is where I've come to actually embrace hip hop, gospel hip hop. Okay. Um, and yet keep myself separate from the culture of hip hop that has come out of rebellion, pride, anger, and bitterness. Right. And sort of just an attitude of I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do, I'm gonna say whatever I wanna say. Hmm. That's the culture of hip hop. Right. But then there's the genre. Then there's the hip-hop genre that I believe under the grace of God and the effort to be all things for all people, we have been able to take the genre and use it as a ministry tool. So the tool is something that I use, but yet I'm not, my heart's not connected to the culture of hip-hop. So bury me with no tombstone, cause I don't care if they know my name. To Christ be the glory, let my life story show his fame. And if I don't represent, I know my whole life's been in vain. So, Lord, what I'm asking for is your strength to endure. Strength to endure this present pain. Music with a mission. We are just uh, taking a look back at the past year. This is our one year anniversary. If you don't have balloons and one of those things that curl out of your mouth, you're missing the party. We, <laughs> yeah, me, David, and I mean, me, Derek, and Jesse, and Harry. <laughs> hey, look, short we're t- guest list. You know? Know, two or three are gathered. There he is in the midst. That's all. Um, uh, we're, we're really uh, just thanking God for the great things that he has done over the past year. 
and just taking a look back at some of the things that uh, that he has done and some of the guests that we've had on. Speaking of spoken word, we had a couple of spoken word artists on that got votes from our listenership. Elia Wilson was one, mm-hmm. the poetess who uh, writes poetry. Did you coin that word, poetess? <laughs> I don't even know if there's such a word as poetess, but it sounds good, so let's roll with me. <laughs> but uh, she was really, really good. Um, love her poetry. Ilya Wilson is one of those people who definitely has a heart for the Lord and doesn't mind expressing it through her God-given gift of poetry. And and she represents today's culture. I mean, this generation. Absolutely. She's um, 20 years old. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But can you hear her speak? Can you hear her write? Phenomenal. Wise beyond her years. Yeah. In yeah. fact, it, it's so good that I had a listener, uh, a young producer, aspiring producer, who uh, hear her a Father's Day poem from yeah. from 2009, and he immediately started writing music to it and uh, gave us the rights to use it. Let's play a little bit of it. Not everybody has a father like mine. He's not divine, but unlike his dad, he drinks no wine, and so I've never seen in him the effects of alcohol over time. He's not perfect, but he made my childhood worth it, teaching me to fly kites and taking the training wheels off my baby bikes and at nights making me chocolate milk before I went to sleep. And I knew he wasn't weak when he cried. He just didn't want to see me fail because I hadn't tried. And so he tried to teach me to try, to strive to be my best and let God handle the rest. God? Daddy, who's he? I never actually had to ask that question. See, at some point I don't recall, but I imagine he one day put me on his knee and explained to me that he wasn't really my father. He's more like a stepfather, and even though I look like him, I was created in someone else's image. Not everybody has a father like mine. See, he's divine. He knows how to make demons indwell swine, and since he was neither created, nor will he die, his very existence transcends our concept of time. His love is perfect, and he makes living life worth it, giving me wind so I can learn to fly kites, the friction between the ground and the wheels of my baby bikes, and at nights, hearing my prayers before I went to sleep. Not everybody has a father like mine, cause we all know the world is filled with whack fathers and yo, where you at fathers and do you even know my name fathers and the sight of you fills me with shame fathers and no, I don't have time to help you with math fathers and I provoke my children to wrath fathers and sometimes it's tempting just to look at the bad instead of accepting the love and the healing that's to be had from the only good and perfect dad cause when I say that not everybody has a father like mine, I'm talking about the earthly one and the divine but the difference is that with my earthly father, Even though I know he loves me and he commands my respect, even when he rejects every boy I think I like, the type of love that he shows is limited by the fact that I'm the child of his wife, and so his life as a father revolves around me. But my other father, see, he's bigger, better, and stronger. He loves longer and wider. Like fire, his love consumes all his children, erasing all traces of other faces and giving us his name. So everybody can have a father like mine in the time that it takes to say, Daddy, I'm sorry. But anyway, on this Father's Day, I think back on the way my childhood went, and I see that when my dad said that God was my father, I knew exactly what he meant. Because my dad down here rep Christ in his life, I had an idea of what my father up there should look like. So on this day, celebrating the fathers of the earth, I give thanks to the ones of my biological and divine birth. For the song you put in my heart, and for the way you made me glad. For the pain and insecurity and heartache that I never had. I thank you, Dad, and I thank you, Dad. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. Just a little taste of Elia Wilson there. 
put to music. Yeah. Very nicely done. Awesome, man. It just takes it up another level there. It does. And that's her live here at Times Square Church mm-hmm. when there was no music. Right. And this guy just took the track and said, no, I hear something here. Okay. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. It is. Then we had Mark Rogers, who was spoken word from kind of the preacher's perspective. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, no, no. Mark is a preacher. He's a preacher. He's yeah, a preacher. No, no question about it. And uh, he let me know that in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> and he expressed that quite well. Um, one of the things that really stood out with the Mark Rogers interview is is how he made the distinction in separating himself from the gift. Mm. That is to say, he was very careful not to accept accolades. Or when he did, he accepted them graciously. You know, he was very, very conscious of the pride factor yeah. seeping in. Yeah, yeah. And it's a crucial point in the life of uh, Christian artists, or an artist in general, but particularly Christian artists. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, when we say and want people to believe that the glory belongs to God, and we mean that in our hearts, um, but at the same time, you can't reject accolades. I mean, that's kind of hard to do. Somebody comes up to you and say, you did great. What are you going to say? No, I wasn't great. Well, sure. <laughs> you know, that's and a it, false humility, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And, and, and it's always nice to have done well. Right, um, you want to do well. You, you want to do well, especially for the Lord. Right, but, you don't, but we don't do well for the purpose of hearing accolades. Sure. Yeah, and I sure. think that's what Mark was, was getting at, making sure that we do what Scripture says and us humble ourselves under the mighty hand, hand of God. And I think you said it because it's better that we do it. <laughs> As and per God's instruction, exactly. Oh yeah, because it hurts when he does. <laughs> Here's Mark Rogers on Music with a Mission. I don't want to let pride get in to make it seem like I did something. So even when somebody comes to me and they tell me, you know, what uh, what what was spoken from my mouth, what it did to them, I say, praise God. And I always say, praise God. Yeah. And I point it right where it came from. Because sometimes people can get sidetracked seeing the person and equating that person did this to me. No, no, right. no, 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 no. Right. That person was used sure, sure. by Christ. And, if, and I think it's important that I remind people, not just for that person and for myself, yeah, then I'm, well. ju- I'm just a vessel. I'm a vessel. Right. That's it. <laughs> and God has many vessels. Yeah. And I think it's important, like the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hands of God, and he shall exalt you. With a mission, say I told you, Mark Rogers. He's a preacher's preacher. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And he puts it out there. And it what comes is a preacher's preacher? Is that the one that preaches to the preacher? Well, <laughs> it's a figure. It's, of that's the one the preachers <laughs> listen to. Is that? Because then I don't know if that's. I, I, <laughs> I was trying to get Mark. 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 I was trying to give you an accolade. It's it's him. It's not me. Um, but yeah, no. Actually, what I was trying to say is that he does do the spoken word 
from a preacher's perspective. Uh, right. And uh, it does come across as if he is coming across, coming over the pulpit with the word, and uh, and it comes across with, with, with strength and conviction. We also had Damaris Carbar. Damaris is from Brooklyn Tabernacle. Mm. Great voice, great woman of God. And one of the things that she really hit on was, was pretty much what Mark talked about, um, that she had to change her agenda when she realized that all she wanted was the mic. Hmm. And she realized that even though she changed from secular to Christian, that it was just the mic that she wanted, even though she was in the Christian avenue. I, I remember it's that. amazing how different things change people yeah. differently. Yeah. You know, money changes people. Yeah. Microphones change people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ever talk to some, I don't want to harp on preach, you ever talk to some people in the street and they're one way when you talk to them on the street and they get behind the microphone and, and their speech changes. Absolutely. Their speech change, their, their mannerisms change, you know, they're, they're, they develop an accent. Well, actually, I was just thinking, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. It's like, okay, let's be real. Be yeah. real, you know. And uh, one of the things that Damaris was, she was a really great interview, oh, such a heart and a love for the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And just really um, understood what ministry was about. And it's a voice that we've heard, too, for years. Many people have heard for years mm-hmm. and didn't realize it was, her. It was the same moment. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Then yeah. I know, I know he watches me. If his eye, his arm, that little sparrow, then I know he watches. I showed off, so, oh, my goodness gracious, I can't remember how many times I went up with the attitude is, wait till you hear this. I mean, how God didn't, I'm just, I tell people I'm glad I'm not God because I would (laughs) have killed me. (laughs) Would have been a bolt of lightning or something. And so, you know, every once in a while when I see people showing off, I want to get a little upset, Derek, and the Lord goes, mercy, mercy. Hmm. And also another thing is I will stand before the judgment seat of Christ all by myself. And every song, every concert, every conference, anything I've done in the name of Jesus will be put through the fire. I am praying something comes out okay. He said I have He's 
Music with a mission and just a taste of the podcast that we're a little bit more popular that you guys on Facebook and Twitter have responded to and told you that you like the most. So we wanted to give you just a taste of them all. Um, but we loved all of them, all of the podcast. I mean, 52 weeks. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of those artists were good. I mean, one of those guests. I stand in awe of the Lord. I really do. It's amazing. He's done an amazing thing. Tell you what, we're going to take a break. And we're going to be back with more of our one-year anniversary podcast here on Music with a Mission. Thanks for joining us. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power. God is Jesus. God is here. God is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. I'd like to speak today to those who feel that you are in an impossible place. King David of Israel in Psalm 31 verse 9 talks about a day when his eye was consumed with grief. He said, My years are filled with sighing, and my strength is failing. A prophet Jonah in the Old Testament also found himself in a very, very difficult spot, and he prayed this. He said, Out of the belly of hell I cried, and the Lord heard me. Even Jesus Christ himself quoted from Psalm 31, verse 5, on the cross in the last moments of his life, when he said, Into thine hand, I commit my spirit. Now David lived to be king. Jonah lived to walk the walk that God had ordained for his life. And Jesus Christ was raised by his Father God from the dead. It is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. And we are back celebrating our one-year anniversary podcast. It has been such a tremendous blessing to be a host of this tremendous, do I dare say, ministry effort? Absolutely. Okay. It's ministry effort. Okay. And it's been successful, I think. I mean, Facebook and Twitter says that, you know, we've got a little over a thousand listeners. Um, You know, we're not trying to form another church, (laughs) but it's been good to be able to discuss this area of ministry Mm -hmm. and, um, hear what people have to say with regards to music and music with a mission and to do it in a way that's not Sunday morning ish, if you will, because a lot of times people have questions, you know, sometimes there's a sermon and they've got a question. They don't have a place to, to uh, address them. Uh-huh. Fortunately, th- I mean, unfortunately this podcast is strictly about music and the art of, or the, or the Christian arts for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's still so many pertinent questions that came across and that I think were answered in the course of the year. You know, Greg, one of the questions that came up on Facebook was um, what prompted the idea for a podcast anyway to begin with? That's a good question. Um, it was a little over a year ago. We were, uh, in fact, I was doing more traveling with Pastor Card. We were doing a lot of um of the uh, pastors' conferences, yeah. and at these pastors' conferences, I would uh, get an opportunity to address the pastors uh, in the area of worship and music. Uh, so I'd be one of the speakers there, and um, we just began to get, at least I began to get more emails and questions with regards to some of the things I would, I may have addressed in some of those conferences. 
And I thought, you know, it'd be great to be able to address all of them. And, I, you know, I get about 60, 75 emails a day. It's a lot of email. Yeah. And I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't, get to, I don't get to answer them all in a very timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I began to think, you know, what, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to answer some of these questions uh, on a massive, on a mass scale? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that more than one person are thinking. And, and that, for instance... Uh, one person wrote from a, from a church out in the Midwest. They, they wrote me and said, you know, I pastor, uh, my wife and I pastor a, a church in rural whatever. I won't name the, 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 the state. But one of the problems, and one of the problems that we're having is that we are are, are, are predominantly uh, a white church, but yet we are on the outskirts of town, but that li- uh, uh, outskirts of town that lie right in the middle of both a black and a white community. Mm-hmm. And so now we're beginning to become a little more integrated. Okay, what's the problem? But the but then I have a handful, I have a large number of, of people who are not liking the integration. I see. For instance, good. I have a black couple who have joined the choir. Yeah. And I've got people in the choir who are having a problem with this. I mean, it was fascinating. Really? But at the same time, it was hard to believe that this was a reality in 2011. You know, or, or then it was twenty nine, two, 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 you know, two thousand nine. Yeah. But it was a reality. Well, and, the question uh, there is: Are you walking in the spirit if well, you're feeling like that? Are you well, really? Yeah, there's a whole lot the of questions there because then the question also probably could be that the enemy would play on the pastor's mind: What am I doing wrong? Mm. That I don't have a group of people who understand that God is not a black or white God. Sure. You know, sure. <laughs> so they struggled with that as well. But it was so interesting. It was just, and there was questions like that. Other questions like, you know, how do you, how do you, um, you know, and Pastor Carter's gotten this question quite a bit. How do you, um, what's the, what's your program? What's your formula for maintaining an a, a, a interracial, interdenominational, multicultural church? How do you do that in Times Square? <laughs> it's a valid question. And Pastor Carter's <laughs> like, well, how do you answer that? We don't have a program we don't exactly. have a formula it's, we don't have a, a campaign where we're going out in certain communities yeah. inviting people in and i think one of the things people fail to realize is that you know your demographics play a large part of the type of congregation you're going to have okay you know and times square is a melting pot i mean every culture in every block you know so it kind of lends itself to that but i think more importantly what lends it's what lends this church to being the type of church that it is is the fact that it's been bathed in prayer and the word. And I think those two things. Well, that's the formula. Yeah. It's, you know, if you had to have a formula, that would be it. It's bathed in prayer and the word of God, mm-hmm. pure, the, you know, purely the word of God, mm-hmm. which is really what we want this podcast to be. And so I begin to think, you know, well, we need to be able to take this, you know, a step beyond. Okay. And I noticed that, you know, we had the sermons online. Yeah. You know, we were trying to get the music online mm-hmm. and making and distributing it. But then that message about what was happening in music ministry at large, and I'd begin to see it in every country we've gone to. There were some very consistent things that were happening in music ministry, um, and uh, because it is a spirit, you know, and we don't have time to get into all of that today. Yeah. But I think we are that's <laughs> really a big conversation, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so that was really the motivation behind the podcast. How do we perpetuate this message? How do we get this message out and begin to affect? the hearts and lives of people who serve in music ministry and bang podcasts. But immediately I I thought of you because I had already been looking for you for just, just because, you know, because we had a friendship. That's a podcast in itself. (laughs) Just just the way that happened. Right. And so I, I I remember saying, you know, I I just got to find my friend there, find out what he's doing, yada, yada, yada. And then the two came together. I already had the podcast idea. 
but then I had already been looking for you for, for a season. And and it was as if the Lord just kind of put those two together. Hey, you got this podcast. You need somebody to host it. You're not going to be able to do it. And, then and you, you had no idea where I was personally during that time. No, and, no. Which is another story. But uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Some folks ask if Jesus is real, if he rose from the grave. They don't know just what to think, much less what to say. I proclaim his faithfulness, his life, his joy and peace. But most of all, podcast for a year now yeah and uh, i think we need to give a big shout out for mr Derek davis who came in you know like the podcast batman <laughs> and uh, kind of swooped like, in and like uh, where did this guy come from how, who is he and how did he get here but i'm glad you answered the call because you 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 didn't have to you didn't have to but this has been a challenge for you too tell us about that you mean oh, the past year yeah or the, this podcast, this this whole because this was new. This was not something Absolutely. that you've done before. Well, true. Um, the podcast has had an impact on me. First, it does feel great to be in the will of the Lord, mm. hosting a show. I mean, hosting a show is something that I had nothing to do with. I mean, I, I didn't promote myself. I didn't lobby. I didn't campaign or solicit, which is something new for me. <laughs> really. <laughs> Let's talk me? about that after the break. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the guy who would call to call somebody who can call somebody else and get me a job. And wow. um, and I didn't do that. I, mm. I, I didn't promote myself. I didn't lobby. It is indeed uh, the will of the Lord. And uh, he sees the end from the beginning. And I believe that the years of experience I have in broadcasting, that is the years that he has kept me in almost every area of broadcasting, has been boot camp or training for this exact moment in time. So, I mean, it feels great to be in the will of the Lord, and I stand in awe of him that he would even consider using me for this area of, as we said, uh, ministry. 
Talk Isn't it about, awesome, though, that you... Talk about taking the foolish things and confounding the wise. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but you don't look at it as a pull, as a, as a step back or a, a pullback from the area of success that you've had, do you? Absolutely not. I think it's... I mean, the... because you... I mean, let's, let's just put it out there. You were doing television. You were doing national radio. Yeah. And then now you're a... doing a podcast on the internet well, at a church. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think out of everything that I've ever been in, top 40, urban radio, uh, world national news, business news, television, radio, voiceovers, this is the greatest mm. on-air calling I've ever had. Amen. And people have been blessed. Uh, have they really? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we read it on Facebook. We hear about it. People run into us in the hallway. Oh, praise the Lord. They comment about uh, the Because podcast. sometimes I worry about being too edgy. Well, you are a little edgy, man, but that's that's okay. <laughs> well, you know the You're whole a little edgy. You, are, you do walk around with a poker, you know, and you start poking the fire a little bit, you know. Well, I, I think that's my job. You know, I think that's. I believe that's what my purpose is. Mm. My purpose is to provoke conversation. Uh, an instigator. I wouldn't say that. Heavenly instigator. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But but it is to, to to provoke conversation to advertise the Lord's glory. And if I need listen, and if and if I need to poke a little bit, you know, to do a little PR for the Lord Jesus, well, so Amen. be it. Good. But I got to ask you: You've been yeah. working here with us over the past year. Yeah. You've been doing some other things. You know, you've been working around Jesse, and for goodness' sake, you've been locked in a room with Harry yeah. Vaughn and uh, Yuha and yeah. and some of the others. What's what's been your? Because a lot of people don't realize that there are other people. I mean, I think we did a staff podcast a little while ago. Right. What's been your experience with this group of people who are behind the scenes of TSC Music? The TSC Music staff. And be honest. Always. Always. <laughs> Even if it hurts. Um, Harry, this put, put group, that drum down. Put that drum down. The, <laughs> this group is the most gracious but unmovable, steadfast, focused, unimpressionable people I've ever met in all my life. <laughs> and when I when I say unmovable, when I say unimpressionable, I'll I'll, I'll say it like this: they're not easily impressed. You have to be God to. They're not easily <laughs> impressed. I came in here with a plethora of experience. You know what I mean? I was, you know, interviewed the president during the Persian Gulf War. You know, I did September 11th. You know, all, all kinds of stuff. Business news, television anchor, all of that. And uh, Harry was like, yeah. <laughs> Yuha was like, so? So? <laughs> <laughs> I do a great podcast, you know. Jess will tell me. Great podcast. What's next? Hmm. <laughs> I still can't get a green tea latte out of her. Well, she doesn't like the idea that you call her administrative assistant. <laughs> she's a project she's a manager. She's a project manager. She is a project manager. <laughs> uh, you've got Tiffany Thompson, who's been in areas of performing arts, and rarely can you move her with anything. <laughs> and there's uh, Sheba Joseph. Who I actually asked Sheba, you know, I, I, I asked Sheba, I said, you know, Sheba, were you not intimidated? Because I'm 6'1", 220, you know, I got this big booming voice. She's like 4'5", you know, and <laughs> and she's really mousy, you know. So I said, Sheba, were you not intimidated by me? You know what she did? She, she laughed. laughed. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you? <laughs> and there's uh, Misty Quinn, who who is, she's not very impressed 
but she still smiles, you know? So it's like, <laughs> Misty gives you that bless your heart yeah, look, right? bless your heart. Oh, you think you're so important. Oh, you know. But um, what it has done is it has kept me grounded. Because when people come up and they give you accolades and it makes you feel good. And as I said, it feels good to have done well. But it makes you understand that, A, it's not the Derek Davis show. It's music with a mission. B, in the scheme of things, this show is a screw, a nut, a washer on a big old cruise ship sailing for the Lord. Or should I say battleship sailing for the Lord. So while, yeah, we're, we're doing a work for the Lord, everybody's doing a work Absolutely. for the Lord. And uh, it is just a cog in the wheel, <laughs> if you will. You know, But it's a blessing and it's a privilege to, to be a part of that. Well, we're glad. We're glad that uh, you've been blessed by, by it. I want to say this. Can I say this, too? Sure. Doing this show has broadened my musical horizons tremendously in the Christian area. I I mean, I now listen to or consider listening to Christian music of other genres that I wouldn't have given a chance otherwise. That is to say, if I had not been hosting this show. So so what were you listening to? uh, You mean what's on my iPod? Well, what was, yeah, what's on your iPod? Uh, <laughs> 65, a year ago, 65% of my iPod was Christian hip-hop. I had almost the entire cross-movement library in my mm. iPod. Then, uh, to the other extreme, it was, it was traditional music, uh, like James Big Non, Deliverance Mass Choir, and, um, I had, uh, some Hezekiah Walker, and of course, Fred Hammond, Kim Burrell, uh, Mary Mary, things like that on the, in the gospel R&B arena. Then I started listening to people like Scott Zaccaroli, <laughs> who I interviewed. And I'm like, I find myself, you know, kind of humming the hook. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow, I kind of like this. Then it was Kate Conlon who had a funky, soulful thing. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty nice, too. Kind of like that. And we had Patrick Andy, and, you know, he had a whole other thing going on. Getting your ears tuned, huh? Yeah. It was, it was really, I mean, it was like you talk about opening up another window. Um, it was very enlightening that way. Also, when I, when I interviewed the people that I interviewed, seeing what the Lord has done in the lives of these musical vessels was such a source of encouragement. It was a reminder, and it was confirmation that the Lord is sovereign and in control. And if God can do what he did in the lives of these people, he can definitely do that and more for me. So it was a pleasure just talking to some of the people and learning how the songs were inspired, what they went through in the process. And knowing that I'm still in the process, it was an incredible source of encouragement. That healeth you. You are the Lord, my healer. You said your word and healed my disease. You are the Coming up this month in Friday Night Bible School, TSC Music Director Gregory Thomas will be teaching a three-part class entitled Worship Through the Battle. 
This class is open to all. So come out on Friday nights, July 8th, 15th, and 22nd at 7 p.m. in room 409 of the Times Square Church Education Annex. For more information on Bible studies at Times Square Church, visit the website tscnyc.org slash grow. And we're back with Music with a Mission. We thank you for joining us again. This is the first year, the one-year celebration podcast with Derek Davis of the TSC Music with a Mission podcast. And uh, we were just talking with Derek about how the podcast has affected him personally. Did you do any writing? Because I know you've done some writing, some musical stuff over the years, but... Over this past year, have you been inspired to tackle any more of your music? I have. Yeah. But I've thought twice about doing it because my writing before was purely from a personal place, which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. as we've learned that you know, sure. a lot of songs, a lot of hymns come from personal places. But now I'm more careful, I think, in the exact words that I'm attempting to write, wanting them to be more biblical wanting them to come more from a God place than from a Derek place. We were talking about truth earlier. Yeah. So wanting it to be more biblical truth. Exactly. And not just, uh, I think we, we threw out the question, you know, a large part of the church in general, I mean, the body of Christ has been yeah. trained to hear sermons but not respond to truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even in our music, sometimes we we, we sometimes want to pack it with a sermon. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's not always a sermon that we ourselves are willing to believe or walk in, mm-hmm. you know, true, but the true. truth, even though it hurts us to even say and write, you know, we start writing from that perspective and it's a whole different approach to writing, you know. I had to think twice about, you know, putting down lines that can, because anybody can come up with a rhyme. With I mean, rhymes, I, yeah. you know, I used to write all kinds of hip hop and all kinds Do of Do one stuff. for us. Right now? Yeah, right now. You're kidding me, right? No. It's been years. I mean, okay. since since I actually did prison ministry and street ministry yeah. and things like that with that. It's been years. It's a genre of music that can't be discounted. But it's not exactly embraced by everybody. Well, neither is jazz embraced by everybody. Okay. Christian jazz. All right, I'll tell you what. traditional gospel. And, and I, you know, so it's so funny. I was speaking with Ilya Wilson about this recently. We were talking about how back then most of the songs that we wrote were solely about Jesus and the attributes of the Lord. And most of the songs and poems now are more geared toward now situations, Mm. now problems, uh, things that people are struggling with and dealing with in reality and in life. Mm. I don't know. It's like reality TV. It's like reality music. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Okay. I'll give you one verse, okay? I'll do it in poetry form. Oh, no, let's to, get. Yeah, get I, no. Why don't you stand up? You know. You're going to stand up and do <laughs> <No>. it? <laughs> Just right. do what you do. Yeah. Just about the Lord, okay? It would go <clears throat> The King Eternal, King Immortal, King Invisible, Only Wise God, the Word who walked in the physical, seek and save the lost. He paid the cost, the mission to relate, communicate a love that's more than mystical. Not a high priest, he's aware of the statistical circumstance, emotional, mental, or the spiritual, tempted like us, but sinless. He's the imperial, more than platinum, white, gold, anything material. 
Rose of Sharon, never leave your barren, forsaking you. Root of David, making, breaking, shaping, and taking you to the places God predestined and prepared for you. You can take it. Cast your cares on him. He cares for you. The Messiah takes Shahiah through Jehovah Jireh, provider, the one who gave his son with love's desire, inspired by him. It's him who I esteem. Christ, the light for life, still the rhymes theme. That was great, man. You, sh- you should have like given us the, the human beatbox thing. Too, no, you know, well, so I haven't been blessed really... the beatbox, but I, it's been a while since I've actually written lyrics. And it was, you know, back then when uh-huh. we used to do street ministry and, you yeah, know, I was there, yeah. you know, and prison ministry and, and things like that. It was quite effective. But what's changed? What has changed about that ministry, the street ministry? I mean, has it changed or are we just a little, is it just a little less popular? About street ministry when we, yeah, I mean, we always with, used to be out there. Yeah, we were out there all the time. But now I, I think the the hip-hop approach seems to have lost its appeal to some extent. Yeah, uh, as much as I hate to admit it, hip-hop ministry has lost some of its luster. I think largely because, you know, motives have changed. Mm. Um a lot of motive now with Christian hip hop artists is to get out there, get out there, move CDs. And, yeah. And that's not, and that's not happening anymore because we're not living in the CD age anymore. True. So I think motives have changed. I remember when, when I first started listening to Christian hip hop, how pure it was from the heart that is, mm. you know, and people really believed in what they were doing for the Lord. But I think somewhere along the way it lost its luster because of, the motive, I think, has changed. Yeah. The motive became less about ministry and more about me. Yeah. I think Derek said it well as well, is that it does, there is a culture attached to it. I mean, David. That is not, yeah. David Ham, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that that doesn't necessarily vibe well with the traditional church. Mm. Uh, the culture of hip-hop and where it's come from, the, the hostility, the anger the saggy pants, you know, or, and not every hip hopper, you know, had that MO. Right. But it was so associated with that, that, that generation, that culture, that I think it made it difficult for the church to embrace it. But there's no doubt that there are many hip hop gospel artists that have been extremely effective. In fact, more effective on the street than the traditional church. Oh, been. because you, you're reaching people in a language that they understand, yeah. on a level that they understand. <clears throat> yeah. And I've seen people give their life to the Lord as a result of holy hip-hop or Christian rap or gospel rap, whatever you want to call it. But so, having, having said that, because uh, I remember <laughs> TNT, there was a group TNT, Tara, and and and, and uh, what was her name? Uh, Tracy. Tracy Blackwell? Tracy Blackwell. Remember Tracy Blackwell? I do. We, yeah. did, we, we did missions. Over, we did ministry in New Jersey We got to get her on the podcast, yes. Tracy Blackwell. It's probably Tracy Blackwell Johnson now. She married. Oh, she got married. Okay. <clears throat> Some years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were the, they, they're like the first female <laughs> Christian rap artist that uh, that I ever worked, at, worked with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they were, uh, uh, and it's interesting because they called themselves TNT. Right. But they were literally TNT. They were dynamite. They yeah, were, no, no, no. Were. Tracy was no joke back in the day. And there were a lot of pioneers yeah. from back then who yeah. were who were really had a heart for the Lord and had a heart for the ministry and who really took it there. But speaking of, you know, we talked about Tracy Blackwell, who are people we want to get on the program. Let's talk about moving forward because there's some people we want to bring uh, in this coming year. 
uh, on the program. Pastor Patrick, a lot of people don't realize, used to be one of the worship leaders here. No kidding. Absolutely. We've like, got to get his perspective yeah, on worship. Yeah. I'm sure he has one. Yeah. Pastor William Carroll, who has a powerful testimony, but but it's just one of those brains, for lack of a better term, Yeah, um, well, has an incredible uh, grip and understanding of the Word of God. And I think his perspective is going to be very well welcomed uh, here on the podcast. And so we, we've got him scheduled or to be scheduled in the coming uh, weeks. You know, up until now, we've had people on the podcast who are either Times Square Church related or Times Square Church affiliated. Yeah. Now, though, we are going to broaden our horizons, if you will, and people who are just involved in music ministry and music missions, music with a mission will be on the show. Yeah. Uh, so really excited about that, that we're kind of uh, branching out as it were. It's going to be a great year. We're going to do some more writing. So we're going to have more writing podcasts yes, yeah. where we're actually in writing sessions because yeah. we're uh, going to be, I, you know, I'm just looking forward to sitting down with some, some of the staff writers and doing more writing and uh, referring to sermons and things that the Lord's given us. Greg Thomas talking about where, God has taken us in the past year and where he plans to take us in the year to come. God willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> Who said that? Some old person from way back. <laughs> Who lived in the flood zone, right? <laughs> I understand that we are, we've, we've not given up on Haiti. Look, you, know, you haven't heard about Haiti in the news, but we haven't forgotten the people yes. of Haiti. And uh, Times Square Church has been an integral part of going back and forth, helping out there in missions. And uh, that's one of the things we're going to do with Music with a Mission. Well, Pastor Carter, Pastor Claude Hood, Pastor uh, Gary Wilkerson uh, will be leading uh, the three churches, Times Square Church, Colorado Springs, and uh, uh, Pastor Claude's church, okay. who, whose name <laughs> slips me right now. No, no. Uh, the three churches will be combining efforts to uh, do a massive um, evangelistic uh, service in Haiti uh, nice. for about a week. And so nice. we're looking forward to that. But also this year in in October, the first, I think it's the second weekend in October, around October 8th, okay. is the Music Ministries Workshop, TSC Music Workshop. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be very different this year because uh, we are also planning to have an MPC this year. Uh, if you're not familiar an with MPC, MPC yes, the Mail Praise Chorus. Mail Praise Chorus. Yeah. Several years ago, we put together a Mail Praise Chorus for for uh, for Easter. Uh-huh. Uh, and we had about 165, 170 men in a choir together. And it's been so popular. We did it one or two times afterwards. Uh, but we've been getting a lot of requests to do it again. So this year, Christmas, is going to be uh, the MPC. Wow. Race course. About 150 men we're shooting for. We'll probably get more than that. Really? With a big band. When you say big band, I automatically get the picture of Dave Boyer. Remember when Dave Boyer was Absolutely. on the Well, ended? it's the same thing. Same it's the thing? same thing, only with 150 men instead of one Dave Boyer. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it. So okay. if you can imagine that platform being full of men worshiping wow. God with uh, this group of musicians, with our band. So you're talking about. Uh, instrumental section of about 25, 30 pieces. A big sound. It's going to be massive. For the Lord. But again, it's for the Lord. It's yeah. for the Lord. Yeah. And so uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you are a male and you are 
a regular attendee of Times Square Church, and this is your home church. Make sure you keep your ears open for auditions and interviews. Auditions and interviews. Or interviews and auditions. Because we don't have the whosoever will come NPC. But you need to be in that choir. You haven't been in a choir in a long time. I think you're overdue. There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, but we won't tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you got to... You gotta be able to. Sing. I believe I'm anointed to do what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm anointed to sing. We'll, we'll put you around some really independent singers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it has been a great, great year. It's so interesting that when we did the year in review podcast, you said that this year would be awesomer. Awesomer. I haven't been able to coin that word, though. I, don't I wish it. you could, because it has been <laughs> awesomer. <laughs> it has been just what you said, and uh, we're just expecting God to do bigger and better and greater things. When you speak about the Lord, it's always bigger, and there's yeah. nothing about God that's getting small. Sure. So, I mean, you know, everything is going to be bigger and greater. And and if we can keep the focus of the podcast, remember that it is an evangelistic tool. Mm-hmm. It is a method by which I think the Lord's given us to... You know, we talk about perpetuating and promoting the Christian positive idea through the medium of music and yes. other arts. If we can keep the focus of the podcast uh, to edifying those who are already serving, to encourage those who want to serve, or, or, or even encourage and edify those who are in the body but yet haven't quite got their footing. Maybe they don't feel like they've got the, 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 the vocal skills or the mm-hmm. musical talent enough mm-hmm. there's always something for them to be doing and if we can encourage them uh both from a musical and artistic perspective but also uh, more importantly uh that they remember that this is unto the lord and so we can edify them in that regard uh to do this unto god i think the podcast will be uh doing what it was if i can say sent uh out to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you told me at the beginning of this to Fasten my seatbelt, and it's still buckled. So <laughs> we're ready for the ride. Greg, it's been great talking with you on our one-year anniversary on Music with a Mission. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Take joy, my king, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about Music with a Mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website tscnyc.org. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from our project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.